podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You are listening to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Bora. Hello there and welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Bora. I feel like the time has come for us to move away from the World Cup because it's been like it's going to be a month now and uh, let's talk about the cricket which is about to come in the latter stages of the calendar year 2023 heading into 2024 and uh, today we are going to preview the T20 series between India and South Africa India is the one who are traveling to South Africa to play three T20s, three one-day internationals and two test matches. So it's like a proper full-fledged old-fashioned tour which we used to have back in the day. Yeah, back in the day we used to have quite a lot of matches as well. I remember tours where India have played five test matches, a tour in England in 2007 where they played seven one-day internationals. But the times have changed. Uh, the calendar is very, very packed in international cricket because of all these franchise cricket happening all around the world. But uh, I guess a tour which has like three plus three, six, eight matches in, that's that's a reasonably long, long tour in today's today's based on today's standards so yeah it's a, it's a very important tour for india because a they have to prepare for the t20 world cup happening in west indies and the the united states in the i think it's it's in june of 2024 right after the indian premier league we have two test matches as well i think these are the first matches we are playing first test matches Uh, we are playing since that West Indies series a couple of months before the World Cup. And we are also going to play three one-day internationals, but apparently those mean a lot less compared to the Test series and the one-day inter- and the T20 series, sorry. So, yeah, let's let's talk about this three-match one-day, three-match T20 series, which is starting from, sub- from Sunday the... 10th of December and it's at Kingsmead Durban. Kingsmead Durban if you remember was the venue in w- where India played a host of games in their inaugural 2007 World T20 winning campaign. I think they played the semi-finals against, uh, against Australia over there if I'm not wrong. Uh, but yeah three three one day uh, three T20s three one day internationals but and the T20s are going to happen on the 10th of December which is a Sunday at Durban then the second one is at the second one is on Tuesday and final one being on the 14th of December which is a Thursday at Johannesburg so yes a lot a lot to talk about heading into the T20 series because India have just wrapped up the T20 a five match T20 series against world champions Australia and India won that comfortably by 4-1 by a by a margin of 4-1 and it and they were led brilliantly by Surya Kumar Yadav who himself had a decent tour in decent series that is against uh, Australia I think he scored 80 or 40 balls in the very first T20 uh, of 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 this of the of the series but I think the squad is pretty much uh, the same one which played against 
Australia, but there have been a few notable changes. There have been a few additions, a few senior players coming back in the T20 setup after the World Cup, the One Day World Cup. Uh, so yeah, let's run down the squad, and from that we can talk about who's going to play, who's not going to play, and who's going to battle it out for a place in the 2024 World T20. So here's the Indian squad. Yashasvi Jaiswal is in there, Shubman Gill, Ruturaj Gaikwad, Tilak Verma, Surya Kumar Yadav, Rinku Singh, Shreyas Ayer. Then we move on to the all-rounders and we have got two of them. We have Washington Sundar and Ravi Ravindra Jadeja. Wicket keepers, we have Jitesh Sharma and Ishan Kishan. And as far as the bowling side is concerned, we have Ravi Bishnoi, Kuldeep Yadav, Ashdeep Singh, Mohamed Siraj, Mukesh Kumar and Deepak Chahar. As you can see, a lot of senior players who played in the World Cup have returned to this T20 squad. We have Shubman Gill returning. Shreyas Iyer did play towards the latter stages of the Australian series, but he's in the squad now he's, and he's expected to play all three of the T20s which are happening in South Africa. We have also have a returning Ravinder Jadeja and I think he's the vice captain. Surya Kumar Yadav is still the captain. We have uh, Kuldeep Yadav returning and... Uh, and Mohamed Siraj as well. So quite a few players who played in the World Cup are back in the T20 squad. And I think this series is going to be uh, the first step of Team India deciding their squad for the World T20 happening in West Indies and the United States in about six months time. Now, this is a going to this is going to be a very important tour as far as Team India is concerned and even for South Africa to a matter, but particularly for Team India because as is the case with all the format, regardless of what the format is, Team India have always have a host of options to choose from and then you have to pick a side contain pick a squad containing 15 or 16 players depending on the tournament. And uh, so in this regard, there are a lot of players fighting for a spot in that World T20 squad. And I think the reason why they're fighting for a spot in the World T20 is because there are still question marks surrounding that, surrounding the future of Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. Now, there have been rumors stating that they might not play the World T20 in six months' time. Some reports claim that Rohit Sharma would be captain heading into the World T20. Some say that they are putting ish uh, trust on Ishan Kishan to be that explosive number three, uh, a place occupied by Virat Kohli, not only one-day internationals, but in T20s as well. So what does that mean? Is Virat Kohli... Is Virat Kohli is, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? If he's going to play, then is he going to open the batting? Is he going to go at number four? If Ishan Kishan is your number three? So there are a lot of uh, confusions heading into the South Africa series. As if you have paid attention to the squad, which I was rattling down, you might have noticed that there is no Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. I think they have been given rest from the limited oversight of this tour. They're, the pair are going to play just two test matches which are after the T20 and the ODI series and we'll talk about that in a later in a later episode but uh, yes there is a lot of question marks surrounding who's going to play who's not going to play but as far as the current squad is concerned let's let's run down who are guaranteed to play in the World T20 i think Shubman Gill 
who is who is returning to the T20 setup he didn't play against Australia he's coming back after the world cup and uh, i think he's someone who is destined to play and open the innings now my question is who is going to open alongside rohit alongside shubman gill is it going to be rohit sharma and if he is going to be there in the squad there is no doubt in my mind that he is going to open alongside shubman gill rohit sharma and shubman gill had a brilliant coordination some brilliant partnerships in the world cup so there is no doubt in my mind that if rohit sharma is part of the squad he is going to open alongside shubman gill but then again there is a scenario where rohit sharma is done with t20 cricket and he doesn't play the format at all in that in that regards who is going to partner alongside uh shubman gill you have some very very good openers in the form of yashasvi jaiswal and ruturaj gaikwad and both of these players as in some outstanding form yashasvi jaiswal had a couple of brilliant half centuries 50 odd runs knock against australia and he gives you a explosive start something within the sehwag used to offer something Rohit Sharma himself offers compared uh, to Shubman Gill so there is something going for him as far as Yashish Vijayaswal is concerned he is someone who can give you a start regardless of the conditions but then you look at someone like Ruturaj Gaikwad who scored a T20I century against Australia in the recently concluded series so that is that is something which is going f- in favor of him so that is going to be one of the most important bat most important battles which will be fought in south africa it is the it is a battle between two great openers in the form of jaiswal and ruturaj gaikwad and assuming that there is no rohit sharma in the squad two of them are battling out for that opening slot because i don't see team india dropping shubman gill down the order to accumulate one of Yashasvi Jaiswal and Ruturaj Gaikwad if not both and i think assuming Rohit Sharma is not going to play the the battle for that opening slot is wide open and both of them have done enough to warrant a place in the squad but in the end only one of them can play if Rohit Sharma is not playing alongside Shubman Gill so that's that uh, someone like uh, Ishan Kishan is in the squad as well and he has been around the one day and t20 setup for quite some time now is he the one who is going to be at number 3 in the tour of south africa if they are planning to groom him to be that explosive number 3 who knows because we don't have rohit sharma we don't have rohit sharma and we don't even have virat kohli in the squad as i mentioned in this podcast so is he the one who is going to replace virat kohli at number 3 so does that mean he is going to be number 3 in the south africa series only time will tell something very stable will then follow sky at 4 and shreyas ayer at 5 or shreyas ayer at 4 and sky at 5 regardless of the situation the uh, the team india find themselves into so i think shreyas ayer being picked towards the latter stages of the australian tour and being picked in this t20i series against south africa i think it pretty much means that the bcci and the indian management are backing shreyas ayer to be their number 3 number 4 number 5 regardless of uh, the conditions and regardless and uh, depending on the situation that is to be their number 4 or 5 in the world t20 so i guess he is going to play someone i think has 
is slowly guaranteeing a place in not only the squad but in the playing 11 is Rinku Singh. Once again, Rinku Singh comes down the order, plays some amazing fast-paced cameos, 40 of 25, 35 of 12, those kind of innings. And he showed that again against, uh, against Australia. So I think he'll be your number six. So that leaves 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 5 places to find a bowler. And then what do you do? I think since Ravinder Jadeja is in the squad and he is your vice captain, you are assuming that Ravinder Jadeja is going to play all three of those matches. So that will be him at number, number 7. Then you will have yet another battle similar to what Gaikwad and Ruturaj Gaikwad and Yashas Vijayaswal are going to have in the form of Ravi Bishnoi and Kuldeep Yadav. Kuldeep Yadav had has, has had an excellent past three to four months. He had a brilliant Asia Cup. He had a really good World Cup as well. And he's one of India's prime bowlers as far as the spin department is concerned. But then again, Ravi Bishnoi was the man of the series in the recently concluded series against Australia so is he going to be your first pick first pick as a spinner heading into the world t20 only time will tell again so that's going to be another important battle as far as the spinners are concerned for me personally I would I would put my trust in Ravi Bishnoi heading into the South Africa series because he's proved it against Australia that he is able to play against those big opponent opponents he did against Australia there was a there was a brief time in the Indian setup where everyone was wondering what where where is Ravi Bishnoi why isn't he playing in the team but he showed it against Australia that he is very much capable of playing against a big opposition and I think he is someone who is ready to be part of the Indian setup heading into the World T20. I was just checking how many wickets did he take. I'm pretty sure he was the man of the series. But uh, yeah, he picked up one wicket in the very first T20, which was at Vishakapatnam. Then he picked up three in Trivandrum which in the second T20, two wickets in Gowati, one wicket in Raipur and two wickets in Bangalore. So that's three, four, five, six. Nine wickets in uh, five matches, which is a really good one as far as a spinner is concerned. He's quite economical as well. Yes, he did go for a few runs in Vizag, but after that he was quite economical. So I think Ravi Bishnoi has done enough to warrant a place in the T20 side. But again, Kuldeep Yadav is a different, is a bigger fish. And I think if you want to go with experience then someone like Kuldeep Yadav takes the ascendancy but again Ravi Bishnoi has been excellent so I expect him to feature heavily in the South Africa series. As far as the bowling department is concerned, the fast bowling department that is, I personally feel like there is not a scenario where Shami, Siraj and Bumrah play together once again regardless of the format, be it test matches, ODI cricket or T20 cricket, I feel like Siraj, Shami and Bumrah have have some absolutely wonderful understanding between themselves and I feel like those three should be playing together in a T20 World Cup in 2024 as well. There, there are question marks surrounding whether you want to pick Siraj or B Shami, but I have no doubt in my mind that Bumrah will feature in the World T20 IC, World T20 World Cup in 
in a in six months time so then again there are a couple of players fighting for a spot in the fast bowling department as well mohammad siraj is part of the squad so i assume he that he will be playing uh, in majority of the three matches maybe he'll play a couple maybe he'll play all three of them so i think siraj is someone who is going to play but then who are the other two fast bowlers that you are going to play are you going to play ashdeep singh there is a mukesh kumar there's deepak cheher so so there is ashdeep singh mohammad siraj mukesh kumar and deepak cheher out of these four three are going to play and assuming mohammad siraj would be your first choice fast bowler in this series that leaves two spots uh, and three fast bowlers ashdeep singh just picked up four picked up just four wickets in the recently concluded series against australia but as far as t20 cricket is concerned he's had a he he had a good sayed mushtaq ali trophy picked up four wickets in the final against baroda as punjab won the mushtaq ali though for those of you who don't know baroda is my local team i am from baroda gujarat so i was really disappointed when they lost the mushtaq ali final tr- Mushtaq Ali final but Ashdeep Singh was brilliant picking picking up four wickets Mukesh Kumar has had an, his ups and downs but uh, if you look at Mukesh Kumar from recency bias point of view he picked up three wickets in the final T20I against Australia in Bangalore so he is in form so you would expect Ashdeep Mukesh Kumar and Mohammad Siraj to feature and someone like Deepak Chahar to be the the player on the bench or the first change if you require a new seamer based based on poor form of injury or injuries so that is that for me personally my my team for the first t20i would be something along the lines of i would i would go with ruturaj gaikwad over shubman gill because ruturaj gaikwad is in form but on because based on that 100 but on the other hand one can argue that yashasvi jaiswal should open with shubman gill because it gives you that left hand right hand combination so yeah let's go with that then yashasvi jaiswal and shubman gill to open the innings i'll have my wicket keeper as ishan kishan who will be my number 3 sky at 4 shreyas ayer at 5 rinku singh at 6 ravindra jadeja at 7 bishnoi siraj Ashdeep and Mukesh Kumar that would be my team heading into the first T20I against South Africa at Durban on Sunday now one issue with this side is that you have picked up five bowlers and you don't have a sixth bowling option so you have to bowl Mukesh Kumar Ashdeep Singh Mohammad Siraj Pishnoi and Jadeja your their full quota of four overs because if you want so a sixth bowling option then i guess one of shreyas ayer or rinku singh would have to take a back seat and then you can play someone like washington sundar in the team or you can go with both bishnoi and kuldeep but then if you go with both bishnoi and kuldeep yadav that shortens your batting to quite an extent so i think that's something which should not be done if you want a sixth bowling option for me personally you have to drop one of Shreyas Iyer or Rinku Singh you cannot drop Ishan Kishan then if you drop him who is going to keep wicket so one of Ishan Kishan or Jitesh Sharma is ex- will be expected to play 
So if you drop someone like Shreyas Iyer, then you can probably play Washington Sundar as your sixth bowling option. So that is that. But we have seen India struggle in that regards, not only in T20s, but in one days as well. We saw that in the final where India didn't have a sixth bowling option and they had to make sure that Mohamed Siraj continues to bowl despite him ha- uh, despite him having a disadvantage against the likes of Manas Labushain and Travis Head in the final. So, so yes, if India dare to go with five bowlers, then the team which I mentioned a couple of minutes back sounds perfect. But then again, it it makes it's it makes you vulnerable to any attack which South Africa possess. For those of you who are wondering what is the South African squad, uh, I think uh, let's let's just briefly mention their squad. Aidan Markram as the captain. Riza Hendricks, David Miller, Marco Jansen, Fulankwayo. Then you have Bretsky, Donovan Ferreira, Hendrik Klaassen, Christian Stubbs, Bartman, Berger, Gerald Coetzee, Keshav Maharaj, Lungi Engidi, Shamsi and Lizard Williams. That's the squad. That's the South African squad. And as you can, as you can see, there are some power hitters in that squad. The likes of Riza Hendricks, Aidan Markram, Marco Jansen is good with the bat. Towards the lat, uh, towards the lower order, you have Henry Klaassen and Christian Stubbs in there as well. So it's a very formidable-looking South African lineup. So, do you need a sixth bowler? Do you trust your five bowlers to give you the job? Well, that depends on the Indian management, Rahul Dravid and Surya Kumar Yadav. So that is the preview of the T20i series. As I said, there are three T20i's followed by three one-day internationals and then we have two test matches. So it's a really, really long tour. So India start on the 10th of December and when do they actually end the tour? They end the tour on the 7th of January. That's when the final test match ends. So it's going to be a pretty long tour, almost a month tour in South Africa. Hope Team India enjoys themselves because you normally don't visit South Africa that often. Beautiful country, beautiful wildlife as well. So I'm sure they'll find some time in their beachy schedules to have a jungle safari as well. So that is that. Uh, let's hope Team India start their preparations for the World T20 on the front foot. We don't want any mismanagement or stuff to happen when the t20 world cup is near getting nearer i think team india prepared really well for the world cup and uh, i hope they do the same for the world t20 happening in the united states and in the west indies so yeah that's it from me i hope you enjoyed this podcast for the time being this is me what's alvora signing off ciao for now sports social podcast network